Welcome to our podcast, where we discuss mindful consumption, personal style, and the quest for living a more intentional life. I'm Alyssa, and I'm a sustainable stylist. I'm Christina, a shopaholic turned minimalist-ish. And I'm Sina, a color consultant and slow fashion style coach. Together, we will unpack the nuances of what it really means to be a conscious consumer and find more joy in what we have right now. So grab your tea, your coffee, whatever your favorite drink of choice is, and join us in the conversation. Let's go. Woo, yay. <laughs> We're back with part three of our series. How are you guys feeling? How are you liking our series? Ooh, I'm loving it. I yeah, me too. I'm learning like we so get, like, much. getting because... like a 360 degree approach to like yeah. find yeah, your think... personal style. I um, I'm learning a lot because I feel like you guys are the, um, the experts when it comes to the things that we've oh, talked about. So. That's nice. Me too. I feel like an observer amongst a, a listener, you know, I'm part of the audience in the conversation, oh. which I'm learning so much from you. I guys. love it. I same. I learned so much from you. <laughs> yeah, me we, too. Um, I like it. I we've talked about color analysis, we talked about body types and like, you know, changing up some of the stereotypes and the narrative around that. So today we're kind of bringing it all together with the style persona, otherwise known as using three words, uh, style adjectives. This is a topic that has become very popular over the past few years, largely in part to a really fantastic New York stylist, Alison Bornstein, um, who has really like run with the three word method. And I think it's really helped um, so many people kind of develop their own personal style and give us some guideposts so that could we can be more intentional in our style. Um, I know Amy Smelovic from Tibby talks about it often, which is fantastic. Sina, you have a really cool um, sort of style persona methodology that you use. Um, and I, gosh, I mentioned it like way back, one of my very first first YouTube videos when I talked about how to find your style, I talked about like picking out three adjectives um, so it's like, it's a really cool topic and a really neat way to be focused in your personal style. Um, you know, dress with more intention, shop with more intention. So I think it's a really great part of the slow fashion conversation. I think knowing your personal style isn't frivolous. It's very important. So I think, uh, let's, let's jump into into everyone's three words. Tell, can you both tell me what your three words are? Oh, and I just have to say, sorry, wait, before we jump in, I think it's really important to start by saying that these are not set in stone. I think a lot of us, again, we can get really hard into rules, hard and fast, but life changes, we change, our body changes. And that's the beauty of these words is that you can kind of, they are not, they are not tattooed on your body. You can change them. So can you explain to someone who's never heard of this, how would you like, what are the three words meant to do? So I, they are pretty much a descriptor for you and your personal style to be used. In my opinion, this is just the way I use them as guideposts. Um, when you are getting dressed, when you're adding things to your closet. So for example, my three words are classic, minimal, and undone. And I don't think that the three words have to be aligned to a lot of the fashion words that we're familiar with, like edgy or boho or like whatever. Like they can really embody, 
your personality. They could be something like the word bold or soft even, um, or like organic and natural. So I tend to like to include something that touches on an like your aesthetic that you really like. Um, sometimes even personal values can come into play. I've had some clients use um, like vintage as one of their words. So like that they really like to include secondhand and that kind of thing. So, um, so yeah, a piece of an aesthetic, a value. And I also think a lot of people, it can be used and it can be very beneficial if there's almost like a, an aspirational component in there so that you're kind of dressing for who it is that you want to present to the world. Um, and, you know, I think depending, I, I like to add when the seasons change, I find there's like a little variant you can kind of add. And it all can also depend on like where you're going. Right. So your three words are kind of like your core, your core personal style and how you want to present yourself into the world. And then depending on where you're going or what you're feeling, you can always like add a little bit of edge somewhere else was that did that explain it okay yeah okay. well said yeah okay I think to me it's also like kind of like what you said Alyssa it's it's a way to unfold rather mm -hmm. than cover up um because obviously like and that's what we we've kind of touched on before you know that personal style is so much more than just the aesthetics and what we see on the out outside it's about like unfolding and and like showing a little piece of who you are through the use of clothing and like without even saying anything I think Amy Smilovic says this where if you can't describe yourself then how like how can you describe your style like how can you share who you are on the outside if you don't know who you are on the inside so I think these three words really connect with who you what you value, like how you say who you value, what you value, who you are and how you want to feel. And, and as you mentioned, Sina, what we wear and our style is how we communicate to the world without having to say anything. And, um, and I think that's so cool because what you wear is a visual, but it is truly a feeling. Like we've talked about it so much on this podcast where, it's really about like it's an essence that you exude. It's a confidence. Like if you feel really constrained and unlike yourself and what you're wearing, that comes through. And it really, to me, comes back to you wearing the clothes versus the clothes wearing you. But for me, like I would describe my three words as relaxed, minimal, and um, I'd say fairly classic. And if, so if like, if I don't, if I don't feel, if the clothes don't feel relaxed on my body or if I don't feel relaxed in my essence, then I don't feel good and I feel fussy and I don't feel confident and I feel like I'm focusing on what I'm wearing rather than what I want to be doing or saying or interacting in the world. So I think understanding what your three words are and discovering them, of course, it'll help you shop, it'll help you get dressed, but it'll help you exude who you are and how you want to feel as you walk through the world. Well, I, I'm clapping, clapping. That was beautiful. Mm. 
That was really beautiful. I think it's also <laughs> a way to kind of connect the dots. Like we've talked a lot about like styling tools and like styling do's and don'ts and stuff like that. And I think it's a way like knowing your keywords. I would, I think we kind of talked about that in the previous episode that it's maybe it's even the most important thing to figure out what your adjectives are because it's like it allows you to figure out what colors work for you and what proportions work for you because it has to all be connected to those words like those keywords so it just allows you to kind of connect the dots a little bit more um and being able to you know explore the world of styling and and arranging clothes in a certain way because you can all the time you, you need to kind of get back and check in with yourself like am i staying true to those keywords um i think my keyword like we probably have similarities when it comes to keywords so my like main keywords which is also my like dominant style person personalities definitely casual um and it's because i want my clothes to be like i feel like even though you have that single keyword there are other like additional keywords that you could kind of connect to that so, to me it's because i want my clothes to be comfortable i want them to be functional i want to, them to have like a relaxed look um, and that's, you know, I see myself as a rather relaxed, like open-minded person. And I also have like some things in my everyday life that require like functional and comfortable clothing. Um, then my other keyword is, is smart. Um, and this is just to ensure that I don't feel underdressed or maybe even sloppy. Like, especially if casual is like dominating your wardrobe. I think that that's probably something many people can relate to that sometimes you just feel like, wow, I just look like I'm wearing sweats every day. I, I feel like I'm underdressed. So smart is really just a, a keyword or a, like an adjective that I like to to have in there because it, it makes me, it, it ensures that I kind of polish off my outfits so that I still feel like I've made an effort, um, but at the same time, not look too done. Um, and then I have effortless as the final keyword. Um, and I think that for me, this is especially where that like, especially like the um, uh, the key, the keyword edgy, like that comes into play. Um, like the aesthetics of like a more edgy style persona where you have like washed out band t-shirts and leather jeans and like biker jackets. I really like that, but in like small parts. So I use that as a, as again, a way to add more personality to my, to my outfits. I think for me, it's rooted in being like, I love like old school rock and rock music. I went to a Foo Fighters concert a few years ago. So I have that side within me. I like, I have tattoos. Like I have a small part of me that really likes that whole vibe. Um, and I feel like these adjectives, they really make me connected. Yeah. Just like you, you guys said, like it, it makes me connected to who I am, but also like the aesthetics and, and how I want to, to dress and kind of communicate that to the world. Um, so it's, it's a helpful way to keep a connection between your outer and inner self at the same time, which I feel like with style and with fashion, we can't really part those two. Like they're deeply, deeply connected. I'm, I'm working on a special project about style and there's something that I'm diving into sort of similar like this. And I, and I, I want to call it like your style dial. Um, so, and this concept I got from, um, uh, financial creator Ramit Sethi, where he talks about your money dials. So your money dials are uh, essentially what you what you value when it comes to how you're spending, how you spend your money. So your money dial can be convenience, it can be health, it can be 
travel? Like what, what are the things that you value that you want to spend your money on? And, um, you can, and depending on what those things are, you can like turn it up to 11 or you can turn it down. And I think this, that concept to me really does translate to style and these three style words in the sense of like, you know, Sina, you talk about how one of your, I would call it a style dial then is casual. And if you turn it up really, really high, you might feel like maybe that's how you want to feel that day. But now I'm going to level this out and like turn it down with a little bit of smartness. And that's how I get back to that feeling of balance. And I think you can really, if you know what these dials are and these values are with your style it also gives you freedom to play and dress in the way you want to feel like uh you know if if i decide that one of my dials is edgy this day then and maybe i really want to turn it up because i'm going to a foo fighters concert and you got to see taylor hawkins play that's amazing yeah r.i.p um you know so i think i think it's kind of cool that you can really play around with the levels and how, whether it be balanced or if you want to really lean into that aesthetic and that sort of word or dial that day. I think it's, uh, yeah, I actually, I always encourage my clients to put like a percentage on, not like a set in stone percentage, but yeah, like for me, fluid. yeah, exactly. Like, just like you say, like, 70% or sorry, 75% of my style personality is probably casual. So that's the one that's dominating. That's like my basic wardrobe. And then I have 15% classic and then 10% edgy. And that's, you know, just like you say, it's, it's a really fun way to both make sure that what you have in your wardrobe is representing you as a whole, but it, but also the way that you arrange the pieces in your outfits um, so that okay, if I'm wearing an outfit that is 80% classic, then I know I will feel too restricted and I will feel like too like dressed up and it will feel almost like a costume. So it's not that um, the classic pieces aren't right for me. I just need to arrange them in the right way. I, I really love that idea of like a, of like a style, style dial. I think that's really inspiring. Mm-hmm. Mine are uh, minimal or classic minimal and undone. And I think I mentioned this in one of our other episodes in the summer I tend to add in like that bombshelly a little bit more vampy mm. kind of vibe va, va, uh, <laughs> yeah with the hair <laughs> the glasses I don't know um but yeah so that's that's yeah those are my three words I tend to look at it I love how everyone has these different like Christina has the style doll Sina you use the percentages I always think of it as like a cocktail like ratios so it's oh, like that's so fun one part undone two parts minimal and like that's kind of how I do it like how's the cocktail feeling like is a little bit too yeah. <laughs> I don't know. it's always food okay it's always food or like cocktails I don't know but like cookies cookies cocktails. Oh my, God, that's right. <laughs> my, my cookie recipe it's a recipe yeah, yeah. <laughs> always always food um, that's a good one. But yeah, like I like looking at it as, as a little bit of a cocktail. And I think, um, I think too, it's good when, and I'm sure you feel the same way, when your words are a little bit different. Like I love it when, when clients or people's three words are completely different. Because that's when you can come up with really interesting combinations. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I think too, from a slow fashion perspective, again, when we start seeing our clothes as having these almost like personality traits, it's kind of fun to know that you don't have to shop to add maybe like a little bit of edge or a little bit of like, in my case, a more like undone factor, like literally, like Christina, you were saying in another episode, like if I'm wearing a button up shirt and a pair of trousers, that feels really, really stuffy, but maybe I just untuck the button up shirt and it instantly Mm -hmm. feels more undone. And maybe I leave my hair like a little bit wild. So that's, uh, that's the undone piece. So I think um, using your three words can really help you see your closet from the perspective of, of abundance and being like, no, no, like I have the tools to, to dress without having to go out and shop and buy a whole bunch of new things. Um, and especially as your three words are changing, right? Like you can use styling instead of shopping to, to, to kind of reinvent yourself. I think a lot of us already have our three words in our wardrobe too, whether or not you know <clears throat> whether or not you know what they are or know it's there. Like I've talked about, uh, I talk a lot about how to find your personal style using the clothes you already have. And basically you can, when you do a night, like a good declutter of your closet, everything that remains is what you have to work with. And it usually, when I've worked with people is, how they would describe their style anyway. Like what you, what remains from that declutter is they can often describe their personal style by what is there. So I think a lot of us, even if we can't, if, if you don't have your three words figured out right now, if you go into your wardrobe or think about what it is you wear on a regular basis to work, to play, to dates, to events, you can still see those I still think those those three words are going to be there and you sort of inherently know what they are. So now the next step is really just sitting down and thinking about it with a critical eye and 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 just an intuitive one um through knowing yourself and what you like to wear, you can sort of describe your style from there and then that's when you can use those words to you know shop a little smarter and uh you can start identifying pieces and combinations based on those words and even molding some pieces to fit into those words if you want to play around with with your clothes yeah yeah I like like you mentioned Christina that it's about like figuring out where to turn up the volume or turn it down so that if you know it, it always starts with your own wardrobe even if you're satisfied with that or not Um, there's a reason why you reach for certain pieces over and over again. And so you need to figure out, like, let's say you get a new job where you suddenly need to to dress more professionally or you need to dress in a a certain way. Um, You need to wear more like office appropriate attire. Then that's the dial that you need to, just to use your word, Christina, that's the dial that you need to to tweak and turn up uh, the volume on and then turn some of the others down a little bit. It just becomes more structured rather than, again, kind of what we talked about in the previous episode, uh, breaking up with some of the stereotypes or challenging like stereotypes. Um, I had a client recently who were she, she was really drawn to like the adjectives connected to bohemian style, mm-hmm. but she didn't like the stereotypical like bohemian way of dress. Like we always see with like big yep. ethnical inspired patterns and like many different colors. And it's like, okay, how can you get in tune with that way of dressing? How can you 
kind of set that feeling on fire within yourself without dressing that way. Um, and I, I just think that's really amazing and very fascinating that just like getting aware, becoming aware of those words, how much of a life, like it's really been like a huge game changer for not only for like clients, but even for myself, I feel like it's that it just gives you so much calm and confidence. Mm -hmm. It's definitely like confidence building. I find that interesting too, because I think this is where it's important to have, I think at least three words, like if it was just bohemian, then, and I mean, if you love that, own it, go for it. But like, it can feel very one note and like feel very stereotypical, like, oh, okay. So I just want to dress like I'm going to Coachella every day. And that's, I mean, again, if you love it, fine, but you can, I think with, with more words at your service, it can help create um, a more everyday realistic balance where you can take those elements that you love, whether it be boho, feminine, romantic, whatever. Um, and that way it doesn't feel like it becomes more personal and it doesn't feel like you're this stereotype or this like mm. meme of what that style, like what we think of when we hear, hear some of these style descriptors. Yeah, and I like the way that you said, Alyssa, that it's also about like the tension between the words. So like just to take that example again, like if you feel drawn to the bohemian, like feel the vibe, like the bare feet kind of free, like spirit kind of vibe, but you don't necessarily like that stereotypical way of, of like Coachella kind of dressing. Um, it's about figuring out, okay, well, if you have that as a keyword, like let's say that keyword is natural or like something like that like natural or free or like something lighthearted like that then your next keyword maybe that could be classic so that you have or minimal so that you have those two to kind of balance each other and create that mm -hmm. tension and make sure that it's it's still in a balanced way and, and it's bohemian but done in a way that aligns with you and the way that you want to dress and present yourself mm -hmm. I think too it's really important to like, I like how, how this exercise has become so much more ubiquitous on the internet and more and more people share their three words. Um, mm -hmm. Because I think the further away we go from using the traditional uh, descriptors that we see in fashion, and like, Christina, how you were saying, like, it's great that we have uh, an abundance of words. Like, it's good to have at least three words at your disposal. Because I think we identify clothing and style with these really strong visuals and that kind of pulls us into the comparison game or being like I want to look like this whereas if we're using mm -hmm. words like organic soft natural strong bold then we're we're disassociating fashion from style or even consumption from style I think right like we can pull at a piece and be like ah this makes me feel soft and warm and open versus I must own this floral print dress because it is x and y and I will feel this way so I think yeah. I think getting creative and like whipping out the thesaurus when you're coming out with your three words or going online and like watching Alison Bornstein, watching whatever content you like to consume and really seeing what other people are, are using. So you can get like kind of going beyond just these fashion terms and really, really turning them into descriptors that can help you 
figure out how you want to feel. Vecina, I had a question for you because you deal more like you had the style persona. Is it very different from the three words? How does it differ when you t- talk about casual and the the sub style kind of thing? Um, no, I think it's actually like the two are kind of connected or at least I try to kind of connect them. So we have, you know, the more stereotypical outer you know, when you go out into a shop or even if you, you look at your wardrobe and you want to analyze the pieces, that's always, you know, where the analysis starts, like the style persona analysis, like take out the pieces you wear the most and that you love wearing the most. And then you kind of analyze the aesthetics of these pieces. So there's like the outer aesthetic, uh, like personalities, which could be something like uh, classic and edgy, and romantic, uh, creative, um what's the final one casual and then we have i have one called simple which is more like a it's not minimal it's more it, it will be simple but there will it would always be elevated there will always be a little different you know elevated twist to that to that item so that could be like the aesthetics like the the more broad stereotypical way of like um analyzing certain pieces of clothing and and the way they look Um, But then within each of these personalities, I always write a bunch of adjectives which are kind of connected, similar to the three word rule where you you say, okay, well, casual, but what kind of adjectives or feelings are connected to this style persona? Um, So that's, you know, it's always important to talk about like the inner, the Mm -hmm. inner self and the inner experience of wearing that piece of clothing. Um, but then, of course, you know, it's not only about the, the specific piece of clothing. It's also, like you said before, Alyssa, like in the way that you style it. So if it's a classic button up, instead of buttoning it all the way up, you can still get a casual feeling if you like roll up the sleeves and let it be open, like few few of the buttons open. Um, so it, it's kind of similar to the three word method. And I think it's it all comes down to like figuring out the framework and the building blocks and the, and the specific keywords for your personal style. Mm-hmm. And then again, like tweaking, like figuring out how much of each of them needs to, t- like how much space do they all need to take up in your wardrobe to be able to, again, appreciate your wardrobe as a whole and feel like that represents you. But also when you style the outfits that you can arrange the pieces in a way where individual, like that, so that they still, they suit your mood, but they also, you know, feel right with your personality i'm curious how you guys use your three words when you're shopping like for example does the piece have to embody all three of those words together or is it okay if they embody one how do you use it to help guide when you want to add something to your wardrobe that's such a good question i usually use them when I'm on the fence about something. So if it's like a, I, I use them as the the tiebreaker pretty much. Cause I have such a, I'm so picky already when it comes to adding things to my closet. Um, so if I'm on the fence, I'll say, okay, let's bring it back to these, to my three words. I usually consider classic. I think I have a more dominant word and classic also aligns with my slow fashion values, which is longevity over anything. So I'll always ask myself like, okay, is this classic? Minimal, maybe minimal is a big one too. And then undone, I worry less about that one because it is more about the styling because I know I can kind of achieve whatever through this, through styling. Um, 
But for, for example, there was a dress that I was going through a friend's, her, her mom and her were giving away some clothes and I was helping them decide like what to consign and what to donate. And there was this dress. Oh, I don't have it here, but it was like a, it's like a peasant dress. It has poofy sleeves, but it's beige. So it's very minimal. Um, and I would say it's like, it, it is pretty classic. It's like a, an A-line silhouette, poofy sleeve, square neckline. And I remember thinking, okay, this is like minimal. It's, it's not very, it's a bit fussy for me, but I could wear it with like a simple pair of flats or whatever and do my hair and it'll be undone. And I thought I would give it a try. And it, I, I can't wear it. Like it, I wore it in a video and I was like, oh, like you I saw the sneaker yes, video, right? Yeah, in the sneaker video. <laughs> and I was like, no, yeah, it really doesn't work. Like I, mm. and so I don't know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm contradicting our point of like the three words failing you, but like maybe I should have put more of a focus on the classic or the undone piece there. Um, for me, maybe I was thinking it was more classic in a, in a literal sense, but not classic for me. And I think maybe that brings us to a whole other point of your three words is like, it, it, they also have to resonate with what that means for you, right? Like that's not my classic. That's maybe. Yeah, like, and like I would have interpreted that dress <clears throat> as being a dominant word, bohemian. Yeah, bohemian you know, or romantic. Or, um, Mm-hmm. you know yeah. yeah and I think it's a great example that it's not always straightforward like there will be pieces that are hybrid between different ones mm-hmm. so it's it all comes down to like you say Christina how you perceive it or like you know finding a way that you can still see yourself in that piece although it might be a little bit outside of what you would usually go for mm-hmm. and it's interesting you, the other reason why oh yeah because I often tend to break out my three words also into like elements. So like silhouette, the proportions, color, texture, all that kind of thing. And because it it's pretty stiff, like it's like a stiffer cotton, I was like, great. Like I love structured pieces. This will be fine. Like it's a silhouette. Mm-hmm. It's a fabric and everything that I'm familiar with that I'm comfortable in. So it's, it's tricky. Um, it's tricky. So I don't know if that was a good, I think maybe it is a good example because we can all make mistakes. Yeah, I think it's, it's always, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's really <laughs> nice to hear like your thought process. I find that really yeah. helpful, actually very inspiring. Mm. I think it's cool how you like, for like, cause for me again, I immediately would have just, dis- we'll leave uh, the video linked in the show notes if you guys want to see it. Um, but for me, my immediate thought would have been to describe that dress as bohemian, but I like how you actually took it and thought about how, like, what it does have some of those elements, but maybe the overall, like, the dom, like, you know, talking about the dominant or the dialing, like, the dominant still feeling and descriptor was still bohemian which was away from your style yes. words which is probably why it fell off yeah so it's like we like tried to make it work but yeah. it overtook and I think too <laughs> yeah that's exactly what it is and I often think our own our own personalities come into play and because mm. technically it 
technically it's like this kind of goes back into our body series right like it was it's a flattering dress it looks pretty on and even the girls I was with when we tried it on were like oh my god it looks so great but like me personally my it was too it's too much like I think I'm already Mm. my personality is already like a lot and I I I think that's why I like the minimal because it kind of it kind of balances out my personality Mm -hmm. so um a lot of times so I think it's interesting how how the three words how choosing one that that takes your own essence into consideration could be very beneficial um yeah that's very deep sorry (laughs) no that I love that yeah (laughs) I don't know yeah but I definitely use them as well, like in a similar way, like as a way to ensure, especially like, yeah, certainly when buying something new, um, but definitely also when putting together an outfit. Like I think, you know, one thing is buying a piece and like being really excited about wearing that, but an, it's a whole other story than actually using and utilizing your clothes and like styling them and figuring out how to put things together. Um and I think for me, I definitely use them a lot, like in everyday styling as well, like just to make sure mm-hmm. it suits the situation and my mood when I wake up in the morning. And like you said, Christina, like, OK, well, if I'm going to a concert, maybe I want maybe I want to like dial up the ruck, inner ruck chic that I have somewhere hidden in, inside of me. Um, and that's that that's what makes it really fun, I think. It's, yeah. it's a fun it's a fun it's place dynamic. to explore. Yeah. Yeah. Even without shopping, like you can have so much fun with that. 100%. I just think it's interesting that um, like I would say all of our three words are fairly similar. Like they're just different. Uh, like if like how you talked about pulling out the thesaurus and um, finding different words to describe, to describe, I think ultimately the same thing. Like Alyssa, you say classic minimal undone and I say minimal relaxed the classic, I guess, you know, so, um, but our styles, I would say are completely different. Mm -hmm. So I really think that's interesting how, like, even if you have the same three words, you can still interpret it and put that look together and even find pieces that may all embody those three words, but look and end up resulting in a completely different style and look. Yeah, and at the same time, the different keywords take up different amounts of space in your yeah. wardrobe as well. Yeah, yeah. I think that's such a good point, Christina, too. About uh, yeah, I think that's a really beautiful point about how it can be interpreted differently. And I think that's so important for again, kind of bringing it into the the slow fashion conversation, um, where comparison is such a trigger I find for overconsumption mm-hmm. and it's so easy for us to see someone online or whatever a celebrity or whatever whose style is very similar to our own so we think great I'm gonna emulate this I'm gonna buy that piece I'm gonna wear it the same mm-hmm. way and then you get home and you're like why don't I feel like myself or like why don't I feel as cool as the person who was wearing the piece in the first place and I think that's because we have tried to copy without the creativity behind it and without owning and asserting mm-hmm. that our own personal essence behind the piece so um 
I, I love how you mentioned how you talked about that, about how like everyone interprets it differently. And I think it's, it's not to be overlooked. I think that's a really important piece. Yeah. Hmm. And I think like with Sina, you talk a lot about your style persona and how finding your style is part of identity work. And I think mm. that really ties in nicely because again, like maybe you see something as in, as inspiration and you try it on for size for yourself and it ultimately doesn't feel like you. And I think this is where you really have to own knowing yourself. Cause I think, you know, I think like, at least in my own experience, like I feel like I, when I shopped, I was always trying to be somebody else. Like this leans back into our conversation about the fantasy self that we had um, in a previous episode. And it's like, you really have to, find ways to own and accept who you are. And I think that's when, when you finally do that and embrace it, that's when, I think that's when clothes on your body and your style starts to feel really like home and like, and, and converse to that when something doesn't feel like you, you know, with certainty and you have this like immediate gut reaction where it's like, nope, not me too, too much this, not part of my style. So I think it really just comes down to like acceptance and knowing who you are and just really owning that. I'm kind of on the fence because I know that we change over time as humans. Like I'm definitely not the same person I was a year ago, but I do feel like there are certain elements that have been inherent in my personal style or just me for like for all of eternity. Do you think it's more of a matter? Like, how do you manage? I guess this is just to both of you. How do you manage your three words changing? Do you think there's always one that remains constant? Like, I feel like classic will remain my constant. Like, I remember going to university, it was first year. And I wore on my first day of school, a button up shirt. (laughs) <laughs> I didn't even know. Do you know what I mean? I wore a button-up shirt and yeah. a pair of high-waisted yeah. boot-cut trousers. And I remember I was like, I love this. I feel good. And like, I would wear that today, but I'm not the same person. But like those elements, that crispness, the tailoring, like, I guess have I, I've always liked it. So I don't know. I'm curious. Do you think looking back on your past selves, would you say your three words have changed? It's kind of funny because I'm actually working on a video of my style evolution. Mm-hmm. So I've been looking at photos like of me as a kid and cool. like grade eight, high school. And yes, the style is different, but I think the through line is still there. I almost feel like the three words are like a constant thing. Mm. And um, maybe there's like um, Amy Smilovic talks about having a, you have your three words, which are fairly... I don't know if she says that they're fairly constant, but you have she she adds in a fourth element called a modifier. So it's like your adverb. Um, so the action or something to describe the adjective that you can pepper in. So maybe mine, like, you know, if I'm even if I'm like if I'm chill modern classic, my modifier might be edgy. Mm. Um, and I feel like maybe that modifier is something that changes. Yeah. Although like looking back for me, I'm like, I don't know. I've always been like my parents were bikers. So like I feel like edgy has always been in my style. Like to me, it feels constant. It's almost just like the style and like the silhouettes of the clothes and stuff changes. But the to me, for me personally, I can say it's been constant. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the same for me. Like classic might be something I've 
only started to explore now, like in my like late 20s and into the early 30s now, um, like a more like a, I don't know, grown up kind of style. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely like casual. And I think edgy also is something I feel like, like in high school, like I went to like, I had music on, on like, um, like that was one of my majors. And uh, we've all, always like listened like a lot to music, like in my family. And uh, a lot of us can play like instruments and stuff. And I feel like that's always been a really like big interest for me. So I think that's where like the edgy, again, the edgy interest kind of comes from. Like it's, yeah, it's funny. I've never thought about that, but I think, yeah, that definitely, definitely some things that I've held on to through the years. But then it, like you say, Christina, some of the silhouettes might have changed or even just like, you know, in high school, edgy, like I really loved this. I wouldn't say emo, but kind of like this uh, <laughs> yeah. Avril Lavigne kind of, you know, <laughs> vibe. Um, so <laughs> it was more like a bigger part of my wardrobe at the time, whereas now it's only a small part of my wardrobe. Did you so wear the ties? The one? No, no, I <laughs> the no. Ties are like the socks on your hands. No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I had like a small part of it in me back then like a subtle part and I, so I guess in that sense it's still I don't know it's it's still a part of me today it's kind of funny mm-hmm. but that mixed with something a bit more grown up and adult at the same time yeah would you say that yeah. your three words either of you have helped like reduce your consumption of fashion or because or has it kind of stayed the same I will say that it probably has. Like, it's not like I've kept track, but it's been easier for me to leave out the noise. Like, I still follow people on Instagram who, you know, I admire them so much for their style. And like, maybe 10 years ago, I would have gone out and just bought all the same things just, you know, for the sake of looking like them or dressing like them. It's easier for me today to leave out that noise and be like, yeah, well, it's not for me. So it definitely has prevented me from buying clothes that it's just not right for me yeah I think it it helps uh like sort of weed out and vet like what I know I'm going to wear so in in that way I think it helps um make those shopping decisions and so it helps me sort of figure out like what are some unique or interesting things that I can bring in now that still speak to those style words um, but that are also not completely out of left field great I love that yeah um before we end if you if you neither of you have anything else I don't know I just really want to know what instrument Sina learned yeah (laughs) piano uh I've been playing piano since I was about eight I haven't played for years but um and then uh guitar but I'm a horrible guitar player (laughs) so cool you two are so cool like oh my god you're so cool no I don't know (laughs) bikers musicians I love it I love it so cool Thank you so much for joining in our conversation this week. If you're enjoying the show, we'd love it if you subscribe to the podcast on Spotify and Apple and leave us a rating and review. It's one of the best ways to support the Sustain This podcast at zero cost to you. We're also a community-led podcast. So if you have any questions for us, topic requests, or even guests you want to hear from, please send us a DM on Instagram at sustainthis underscore podcast. We read all of our comments and look forward to hearing from you. We hope you join us again next Tuesday where we'll talk about so much more than clothes. Ciao!